In sports betting, the holy grail for any gambler is the big parlay. It's the quickest way to make a ton of money, and that is what we're going to do here every single week. I'm Chris Horwoodell, and this is my quest for unimaginable riches through impractical odds. Welcome to In Pursuit of a Parlay. Hey, everybody, and welcome to another episode of In Pursuit of a Parlay Season 2, Episode 8. I'm excited about this one. We've got four college games. We've got four NFL games. And uh, maybe, maybe a couple of additional college locks to tack on at the end. Thank you so much, before we get into this, for making last week's episode of In Pursuit of a Parlay our biggest episode yet. Uh, 26,000 views on YouTube and the podcast doing extremely well as well. So thank you so much. Uh, if you are watching on YouTube, please uh, feel free to comment, like, subscribe, do all of that stuff. If you're listening to the podcast, subscribe, comment, rate, review, make sure you don't miss an episode. So we're going to get right into it this week. As always, we have BovadaSportsBook.com open in front of us, and let's dig in. The first of our college games is this guy right here. Mississippi at Vanderbilt. We're showing that Mississippi's going to win this one outright about 89% of the time. And quite frankly, that, that sounds right. Although Vanderbilt, not as bad as, as maybe some in the media give them credit for. Ole Miss, the number nine team in the country, 5-0. Third place in the SEC. But, you know, as we talk about, a lot of that has to do with, with conference play at this point. Only 1-0 in the conference, LSU and Alabama both. 2-0, and this team is built on the run game. 261.8 rushing yards per game, good for fourth in college football. Add that on with quarterback Jackson Dart starting to figure things out in the starting position. You got Dart, you got Quinshawn Junkins. It's a very, very good Ole Miss team. Potentially as good as they were last year, and that, that's scary. Moving over to Vanderbilt. Three and two, fourth place in the SEC East. And they are what they are at this point. The biggest issue is they don't really throw or run the ball that well. Just inside the top 50 rushing yard, uh, in terms of total rushing yards, 176.6 a game outside the top 100 in passing yards. And the biggest issue outside the top 100 in points against the 33.8. We're showing Ole Miss is going to cover this one about 96% of the time. And the reality is Vanderbilt 0-2 as a home dog this year. They are 1-2 as an underdog. They are 1-0 as a home dog. All of this lines up for a nice, easy win for Mississippi. If this number was a little bit lower, this minus 1,000, we'd probably play it safe uh, if it was in the minus 600 range or so but it's not so we're going to go mississippi cover which feels it feels good vanderbilt does score the ball a little bit uh 34.2 points per game but i have to believe that that old miss defense is going to be good enough we might come back and mess with this later but right now it's going to be mississippi minus 17 at bavada as our first pick in the parlay this week. And again, I reserve the right to change that one when we see the numbers a little bit later. Let's move on to our second game. The Washington Huskies head to Arizona State to take on the Sun Devils. 
We're showing Washington's gonna win this one about 75% of the time outright. Yeah. Washington four and one, fifth in the Pac-12. But again, that's largely due to that one and one conference record. This team is all about Heisman come out of nowhere. I speak English words goodly. Uh, Heisman, not, I want to say front runner, but um, <laughs> wow, we're breaking down here on the show this week. Unexpected Heisman front runner. Michael Penix Jr. has been outstanding for the Husky. 1,733 yards, 16 touchdowns through uh, through these games so far. And he's led Washington to a passing offense that has been one of the best in the country. 364 yards per game. Good for third overall. On the other side of it, Arizona State has an interesting quarterback as well in uh, Florida transfer Emory Jones. They're just... They don't throw the ball really well. They don't run the ball really well. Their defense is probably the strongest point of the team. They're tied for 43rd in the country at 28.6 points against. But 1-4, and four, ninth place in the Pac-12. Just not a very good football team at Arizona State. We are showing Washington's going to cover this one about 97% of the time. Boy. And this is kind of what I was talking about. In that previous game, the 14 points scares me because Washington scoring 41.6 per game, Arizona State's 23.2, and yet I feel better about it than we did the previous game. So how do we how do we play it safe here at only minus 550? Washington minus 14 at Bovada is going to be our second pick of this parlay, and that is going to take us two picks and up positive money plus 264. Not bad, though that Mississippi game subject to change. We're going to move on to the Army Black Knights in Wake Forest, taking on the Demon Deacons. That is a 7.30 start. That's going to be right here. We're showing that Wake is going to win this one outright about 85% of the time for Army. They are one of the best running teams in the country. In fact, they are the second best running team in the country, 302.3 yards per game, and they really uh, spread the ball around. The leading rusher is Tyrell Robinson, only 282 uh, yards on 32 carries and a score. They give a lot of people the opportunity. They absolutely destroyed my beloved beloved Villanova team last week, 49-10. Terrifying. Absolutely terrifying. But they run up against a very good Wake Forest team this week. Four and one, fourth in the ACC Atlantic. And this team is Team Sam Hartman. They're 20th in the nation in passing at 298 a game. And Sam Harson, uh, Hartman, with just under 1,200 yards passing and 15 touchdowns in these five games so far, has been the catalyst for that offense for sure. In, in terms of draft prospects, reminds me of a little bit of Sam Howe. You don't want to compare people just because their first name is Sam. That's a, it's a dicey road to take. But I think he's going to be in that fourth, fifth round range. And by the way, Howe, incredibly uh, underrated. But we're not here to talk about that. Um, he's going to be a starter at Washington at some point. We're showing that Wake Forest is going to cover this line. And it's a big line, as you guys can see. It is a big line, plus 17. We're going to cover this one about 96% of the time. It's Army scores the ball. They The problem with that Army rushing attack is they slow the game down. 
or pardon me, speed the game up. The complete opposite of what I said. It's been a strong start to the show this week. They take a lot of time off the clock. The clock is running all the time. Both the under and the the lines scare me here. So Wake Forest is going to win. We'll take the outright minus 850 at Bavada, and that is going to take our parlay. Now three picks in, up to plus 307. Nothing wrong with that. Our final college game, unless we tack on a few locks at the end, just to bring our numbers up a bit. Another 7.30 start. The Washington, where are they? Washington State Cougars head to USC to take on the Trojans. Not showing the line right now. Where did this one go? It's a 7.30 Eastern start. Uh, Okay, out of order, but there we are. Apologies for that. We're showing USC is going to win this one about 87% of the time outright. For Washington State, the they're four. And, it's it's interesting to say that they're disappointing at four and one, fifth place in the in the Pac-12. The offense just hasn't been quite as good as I expected it to be for an offense that is 27th in the country, 289 yards passing. On the back of uh, impact transfer Cameron Ward, the quarterback, 1445 and 13 touchdowns through these five games. 120th in the nation in scoring, 29.6, and uh, giving up 18.2 points per game. Uh, I thought maybe they would be a little bit better. USC has burned me, as you guys know, already this year. I have I've been hurt by them that uh, they did not cover what seemed like a lock in that Oregon State game. USC 5-0, first place in the Pac-12. It's all about Caleb Williams, Travis Dye, and Jordan Addison. It's a balanced offense. Great team. 22nd in the nation in passing yards, 43rd in rushing yards, 40, uh, 42.2 points per game is 17th in the country, and 19.6 against is 31st in the country. Just... They do everything well, and on the back of that, we're showing that USC is going to win this one about 89% of the time. We'll cover this one about 89% of the time. Big line, USC averaging uh, 42.2 points per game. Washington, 29.6. I do, yeah, we're, we're here to win money, right? We're not, yeah, but it's a minus 500. We, we want to win money, and we want to mitigate our risk. So we'll take the USC minus 500 at Bavada as our fourth pick of the day. And that's going to bring our parlay up to plus 389. I might swap that one back later. Uh, you know you know what? We're going to do it right now. We're going to take USC minus the 12 and a half. That's a much more interesting pick. We're here to win money plus 678 with the adjusted move right there. We're going to head to the National Football League, and we're going to go down to this Detroit Lions-New England Patriots game. Look, we're showing it's about a coin flip for who's going to win this one. The Lions are 1-3, fourth place in the NFC North, but they score the ball. They're fifth in total passing yards, sixth in total rushing yards, first in points for. The problem is they are 32nd in points against, giving up 35.3 points per game. And while that's typically a pretty big problem, this New England offense is not very good. And they're going to be 
more likely than not uh, with rookie quarterback Bailey Zappi under center. Came in for an injured Brian Hoyer, who was playing for an injured Mac Jones to start the game. And for everyone who had Bailey Zappi as the 2022 rookie quarterback who threw the first touchdown pass, congratulations on, a, on hitting that long shot. The Detroit Lions, like I said, they're a powerful offense without effectively his top three receivers, DJ Chark, Amonra St. Brown, and Jamison Williams. Jared Goff had one of the better games of his career last week. Finally realized that TJ Hawkinson is very good at the tight end position. This offense is a scary one and should continue to evolve. Likely going to be without DeAndre Swift again this week, but Jamal Williams filled in admirably last week. New England, it's, they are what they are, right? They're a running team who is the worst of the first tier of running teams, worst of the top third of running teams, 10th in the NFL, 128.5 a game. Give up a bunch of points, don't score a bunch of points. As a matter of fact, they are giving up six more points than they are scoring on the season. One and three, fourth place in the AFC East. Oh. The numbers here, and this is a gut play, show that a likely New England cover, but nuts to that. Detroit wins this one outright, plus 145 at Bavada. And now we're going to start building this thing up, the parlay, plus 18.05 after four picks, five picks. Our next game, the Houston Texans travel to Jacksonville to take on the Jacksonville Jaguars right here. We're showing Jacksonville's going to win this one about 72.6% of the time. And that, uh, yeah, sounds right to me. Maybe a little bit low. For the Texans, who are 0-3-1, fourth in the AFC South, you, you wonder if some of that early season goodwill was a little bit misplaced. Davis Mills has been only okay, 908 yards and uh, five touchdowns through those four games at best looks like a game manager. Damon Pierce has been good. Uh, he's gotten the opportunity to start in the last couple. The team's leading rusher 313 yards. With that said, the best unit on this team is a defense that is only slightly below average, giving up 23.3 points per game, good for 17th in the NFL. Jacksonville, Jacksonville's better than their two and two record. They are tied for first place in the AFC South with Tennessee. They're better than this 2-2 two two record. Trevor Lawrence has figured things out under new head coach Doug Peterson. The offenses looked good. Christian Kirk, 327 yards through those four games. Uh, 20 catches, three scores. They're the, also the fourth best defense in the NFL, giving up only uh, 16.8 points per game. Couple that with being the sixth best offense in the NFL, 26.3. And you have an underrated team right here. I don't think there's any question about that. We're showing in Jacksonville cover 59% of the time. Again, I, th I think that number is probably low. We're going to go Jacksonville minus the seven. Feel good about that. And uh, minus the seven, but minus 330. So the difference here, let's, let's play around with it. The cover gets us to 35-33. The safe, yeah, we'll take the cover. Absolutely. Be, str be strong. Balls to the wall here. The cover minus seven gets us to plus 35, 37 at Bavada. And uh, you can, I think you can feel good about that one. Our next to last game of the day is going to be the Cincinnati Bengals Baltimore Ravens game. 
Again, we're showing us about a coin flip for who's going to win this one outright with a slight advantage to Baltimore. Cincinnati has figured things out over the last couple of weeks. Started off 0-2, won the, their last two. One was the Jets, one was the Dolphins last week in that game that a lot of people are talking about for, you know, non-Cincinnati Bengals reasons. The Bengals offense has been good. Uh, they're eighth in the NFL in total passing yards, 253.3. And that's with Burrow being a little bit, a little bit rusty coming off the preseason injury and uh, not getting to play at all. 13th in the NFL, 22.8 points per game. Eighth in the NFL in points against a 17.5. And the Ravens 2-2, two two, first uh, tied for first place in that AFC North. Baltimore also 2-2, two two, also tied for first place in the AFC North. And this is Team Lamar Jackson. I don't have to tell you about that. Leads the team in passing yards at 893. Leads the team in rushing yards at 316. Not a sustainable position. And uh, you hope that this guy can avoid getting hurt because he's got that big contract looming. Third in the NFL in points for 29.8. Ninth in points against 25 even. So... We're showing the Bengals will cover this line about 60% of the time. But... It's only three. I like Bengals outright here, plus 145 at Bavada. And that is going to take our parlay now seven picks in up to plus 88-11 going into our final game, which is, of course, the Monday night affair. The Las Vegas Raiders head to Kansas City to take on the Kansas City Chiefs. We're showing the Chiefs win this one outright about 64% of the time. Vegas has been disappointing, though they play in a tough conference, even if Denver isn't quite as good as we thought they were. One and three, fourth place uh, in the AFC West. And the real, the real issue uh, here, by the way, Josh Jacobs having a nice little bounce back year after the team didn't pick up his fifth year option. But the Devontae Adams situation is a fascinating one. I do think this offense sputters a little bit because of how much they force feed him the ball. Through these four games, Adams is on pace for 200 targets and only, well, only 111 catches, which, you know, impugns a, what, 55% catch rate on targeted balls, which is just not acceptable. And you wonder why there's a little bit of a disconnect between two guys who, who know each other very well. Kansas City's just been very good on the flip side. Three and one, first place in the AFC West, and they, they have not missed a beat without Tyreek Hill, Pat Mahomes. 1,106 yards and 11 touchdowns through these games so far. Travis Kelsey, their leading rusher. They are 7th in uh, team passing yards, 11th in team rushing yards, 2nd in points for, and the defense has played well, 12th in points against at 24. We're showing KC's going to cover this one about 54% of the time, and uh, I see no reason to disagree with that. Although I'm going to be angry if we get to this point and it's a five-point win in some, in, instead of a, a seven, eight-point win. So let's let's take KC outright to finish. That is going to move our parlay for our eight-pick parlay of the week up to plus 11.32. 11, <laughs> 11.432 at Bavada. Otherwise, we would have lost a bunch of numbers in there in the middle. And that's not bad. 100 bucks wins $11,432. All right, that is it for this week's episode of In Pursuit of a Parlay. Thank you so much, as always, for checking it out. Please uh, continue to support the show in any means. Please feel free to reach out and let us know what you want to see in the future. I've been Chris Horbidell. Thank you so much. We'll see you next time.